<laughs> Stretch a little bit. You know. Heavy garbage. Crack my fingers. Crack your fingers, because... Crack a light. <laughs> crack a light a light. This is what we do. Alright. I'm not going to let you do it. I'm just going to... Whenever you're ready. This mic isn't even here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're just having a conversation. Yeah, well, alright, so to start this thing off, we definitely have to acknowledge the fact that the first file was lost. Yeah, that, <laughs> my power went out. So, if, by the way, my name's Jason. Um, my power went out, like, it, while it was, like, download, like, processing and buffering everything uh, after we recorded, and, um, Wow, that lost. It was great. It was a great session. Oh my gosh. So many nuggets, so much value and knowledge was dropped. The thing is that it's still in our brains, but we just have to reciprocate it. But that definitely was easily my favorite recording I've ever done for this podcast. And hopefully it'll pop up in the future. You know, maybe one day my computer will bless me and be like, you know what? (laughs) I know you needed this a while ago, but this is what you're going to get. So, without further ado. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, So the topic of discussion is depression, but I feel like there's so many conversations that have already happened around identifying it that we need to like really start talking some solid solutions. So that's what we're going to do today. Um, But even still, like it is key to acknowledge why you feel you are depressed because in the younger generations, which is my main audience, we have a lot of mental health issues, or at least we have conditioned ourselves to think that we do. A lot of it is stuff that we can control. A lot of it has to do with the habits that we do every single day, you know, the daily method of operations. And, you know, it's something that might not fully be in our control, but a lot of it we can control to at least make it more tolerable and, you know, less painful, which means less suffering. And yeah you have to first really 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 want to grow you have to really want to take the steps into becoming happier because i mean people say happiness is a choice i kind of believe it's a choice in a sense if you have not been impacted directly by you know some severe trauma then happiness for you may be a choice instead of like a like a dream or a false reality, like we really have the ability to create that for ourselves. Facts. So. Uh, you know, t- today's topic is actually gonna, I mean, it hit home for me and I hope it'll hit home for you because for me, like I- I've dealt with depression probably my whole life. Um, before, actually, before we get into uh, who, like what I've dealt with, let me introduce myself. Um, I'm Jason Wilson, uh, AKA I'm on the gram. You can get me up on Woodshot Wills. W-I-C-K-S-H-O-T-W-I-L-Z. You can hit me up there, reach out, love to talk finance, love to talk personal development up there. So if you really want anything, just let me know. Um, I'm sure my, I'm sure Alicia's gonna drop my IG handle in the uh, description. So look out for it there. Um, 47 thoughts, what up? Thank you. So, <laughs> so for me personally, like growing up, I, I was I was blessed. I was grateful with a lot of the things I was able to receive, as well as a lot of things I was I, I had. But one of the biggest things that really one of the biggest deterring factors for me was not being able to really be a hundred percent with myself. I couldn't even be fifty percent with myself. 
only because I, I remember when I first started discussing like me having mental health issues. I started uh, having uh, severe depression after a friend of mine killed himself, and this was in sixth grade. This was yeah. something that was like, mind you, my, my friend was older. He was he was years older, but he mm. it was still like this was the guy who used to babysit me, put me onto a lot of things I still follow, um, and. One of his favorite quotes also so um, is uh, to give anything less than your best is to sacrifice the gift. It was a Steve, Stephen Prefontaine quote. Um, so he killed himself. It was really difficult for me and I never understood it. And going through sixth grade, I started to develop this depression, started, you know, really dive way too deep into a void within myself. And that void was just a pure darkness, a pure limbo. And when I tried to discuss it with like guidance counselors at my school, um, my, my mom got called in to like really talk about what I've been going through. And like when I finally opened up about the hallucinations I've been seeing, and like, had, like the voices of shit, they just laughed at me. They never guide you the way that they should. It's always like, they never take you serious until something serious happens to you and they're like, oh, what went wrong? It's the lack of guidance, the lack of information exactly. that we have access to by the adults who have instilled into us, always respecting the elders, but the elders haven't really given us solid guidance on how to be a functioning adult in today's society so it's like uh, it, it's unfortunate like yeah. they, they're meant to be able to like help us in every sense of the word but they don't even know how to help us because they just assume that all right well i can't they just assume that everything's just a joke especially at that age like they yeah. think oh we're just going through you know Normal formative change. changes yeah um and that wasn't the case at all. I, I mean, like, maybe I didn't know, but that wasn't the case because the hallucinations, anything lasted for, I think I was 11 at the time when they started and they lasted for a good, like, eight, nine years. Like, and I, I was able to maintain it, but I also, like, I also fell into it. Like, it, it became really difficult for me. I started, you know, self-harming. I started, uh, you know, getting, having a lot of suicidal thoughts. I started, um... I started a lot of self-destructive behavior and even though like I'm better today back then it was a struggle every single day not just to wake up but to really maintain some semblance of relationships and over time what developed was uh, my borderline personality disorder and that that just killed me like I didn't even realize it was BPD until like down the line until I was about 19 uh, 18 or 19 when I was diagnosed with it I was just like, and, and it really fit me and it was unfortunate that I didn't get help and as soon as I started my uh, DBT or dialectal behavior behavioral therapy I uh I was just horrible I was just a mess I was not in a good mind state even though I was doing beneficial things I was going to school I was working a job I, I, I did get arrested and locked up for years but even then I was still doing good I was still studying I was doing all these good things but it it didn't amount to anything because on the inside I was still depressed I was looking for happiness outside of something that I really need to look within for. but I mean I found a way to get out of it I think that's really what a lot of people haven't really figured out and if they have like figured it out a lot of people just don't take action yeah um me for instance i took action on it by uh meditating by uh starting to just build these daily habits that would actually put myself in a good position like surrounding myself in a good environment 
How does that serve you? That serve your heart. So yeah, I mean, for for me, it served. It, it served like meditation was something like learning how to breathe, learning how to like really dive within myself and find out the root of my issues and um, attack it. Not just not head on but being able to like work with myself so I can like uproot all my issues. I had to really destroy who I was. Yeah. That meditating, meditating was really mainly about destroying who I was, unlearning everything that I had learned in the past about who I was, unlearning everything about what society thought of me or what society was, um, and, and the reflection of myself. And after I did that, I had to create a brand new foundation and had to find out who I was and build myself back up. And it's still a process. It's still, I'm only, I'm, I just turned 25. Like I'm, I'm still working on it, but it's always a work in progress, right? Yes. <laughs> it's actually interesting hearing like the cause of your depression and just knowing how different it is from mine, because there's so many different things that can be the cause of it. Like for me, it really, like looking back and understanding, like I was low key being dramatic growing up, but it wasn't intentional. The reason for my depression was more so like family issues and um, what do they call it? When it's like, gen- like generational curses in a sense, like yeah. my whole mom's side of the family, they are like, they have real mental health issues. They have real addictions mm-hmm. in and out of rehab. Just parenting was absolutely horrible on my mom's oh, side. Wow. And my mom tried the best that she could, but unfortunately her grandmother is a different breed of person. <laughs> and she just really screwed up, not only my mom, but all of her siblings. So I actually had the better parent out of the four that, out of the three that um, came from my grandmother's existence, whatever you want to call it. And that says something too, because I was still depressed and it was because she never instilled any worth into me. Like she never had like words of encouragement. She never encouraged me to do anything for that matter. And having like having that disconnect from your mother, it just makes you question yourself. Like what is it about me that prevents her from showing love? Or what is, what is it about me that makes her so angry all the time that makes her just yell all the time? Like what was my problem? Like, I didn't even do anything, but I always felt like I was a problem or I was causing problems or whatever. So it just like, over the years, it just just destroyed my mentality, my my mental strength, all of that. And, you know, it, between that and just not ever being taught how to handle these emotions, especially me being a freaking Leo, I have all this, (laughs) all this like fire, chaotic energy. That was a lot. I used to be very angry. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't even really say used to because, two like I think it was like yesterday or the day before I had like an episode where it was just like I had a rage and I didn't really understand why until I reflected on the day and I was like, well, I didn't wake up and meditate. I didn't wake up and say my affirmations. I didn't write them down. I missed the mornings with Nano, so I didn't set myself up for prosperity that day. And look what happened. My emo- I didn't meditate. My emotions were all over the place yesterday. So I had like this this act of rage where I just like completely destroyed um, my room. I threw my clothes everywhere. I accidentally broke a couple things. And <laughs> this happened it, in like- It's okay, like, I broke my pinky day, so it's okay. On your birthday. Yeah, that was fun. This happened in like a span of less than two minutes. And 
when I was able to calm myself down, I looked at the room and I'm like, I can, I refuse to ever get to this point ever again in my entire life. And mind you, this happened yesterday, so I had like a revelation. I'm like, I cannot be this angry because this is bringing out the side of me from my depressive state that mm. I thought I already healed. And it's like you said, it's always a work in progress. So to me, it showed me like, okay, I still have work to do, but now I don't accept it. I just like, I actually work towards improving. Okay. And that's a choice that I've had to make throughout the years in all different aspects. Like I have to continuously make the choice to one, reflect on myself, two, analyze where I need to improve. And then three, doing things that will actually prevent stuff like that from happening again, things that align me, things that balance me out so that I'm not going back into places that I thought I already healed from. Because that was, that was ugly. I didn't like that side of me at all. That was bad. It's over something so small. Yeah, but it's always the small things. It's not really the big things that really trip you out. The big things you can, like, it's, I find out, I found that the, the big things are the easiest to internalize. And then the small things are what bring all those emotions out. And then you're freaking depressed for like three, four weeks. You know what, though? The fact that I'm here today, like, super happy, super in a good mood, just calm, collected, it's. It, it shows the growth within myself to the point where I'm not going into these depressive states for weeks on end anymore. Which is amazing. Which is fucking, I, I, excuse my French, but like, that's fucking amazing. Cause I used to go into that we all swear the out time. Here, be ready. Yeah, I, I try to swear in this podcast because- I'll do my best, you know, I'll, I'll like, do my best. If this is your time to shine. You can swear no, all you listen, want. Listen, I'll do my <laughs> best, but I just hold y'all know I swear like a sailor and it's unfortunate. I do what I can. You know, I used to swear a lot, and for some reason, it's just like in my head, it's like a, a negative word, some way, somehow. For me. So I just like try cutting out my vocabulary. I get that. I should probably work on it. <laughs> I don't know. Something clicked in my head where I'm like, you know what? There's no need for me to swear. True. Even like, if it's just a word, words aren't just words. No, words, words hold energy, words hold frequency, words hold vibration. Yeah. And every time you say something, like I, I, I saw a post today, you know, do people believe in magic? I saw someone say, oh, absolutely. It's your words, it's your actions, it's your thoughts, it's your energy, it's everything that you do as a human being that is your magic. We are magical beings. Absolutely. I, I'm a firm believer that, you know, I, I'm big into quantum physics and I'm big into like physics and sciences in general. And I always love to say that we're made of stardust. And it's true, we are yeah. made of stardust, which even adds more to the fact that we are from a divine source. We are from within a magical being because like, to even think about, all right, our sun is a star. You're literally made of its dust or another star's dust that has traveled throughout the universe just to create who you are today, as well as a soul that has come from past either reincarnations or a soul that has come from the divine, the divine in general that is just starting its reincarnation phase. It's an amazing, amazing thing to think about that we are such powerful beings in our own right and we don't realize how much we hold uh how much power we hold within ourselves within our voice within our speech within our actions and... yeah. <laughs> that thought and that understanding alone it gave me purpose in a sense because before like i i I don't even want to say I stopped being depressed because I realized recently in the past few months like it's still there but when I began my journey of happiness like seeking happiness that was like the the understanding that pushed me to be where I'm at today was like I'm not this worthless vessel that has nothing going for them like I'm not just nothing I'm 
full of energy, I'm full of spirit, I'm full of this, that, whatever. And it's like, to me, if I don't tap into that, if I don't elevate in this sense, I'm letting myself down, I'm letting the universe down, which means I'm letting everybody else down in a sense, because we all have this potential. And to just think about how many people I've helped and impacted over the past couple of years because I've like shifted this into my mindset, that's that's what I mean. Like I feel like I would let people down because all the people that I, I helped, I wouldn't have been able to help them if I didn't view myself as someone that was worthy and someone that was magical, spiritual, but like just very helpful. No risk, no magic. <laughs> For those of you that can't, obviously you can't see, but I have a I have a a, a little poster board thing that says uh, no risk, no magic. And I mean, it relates to exactly what you're saying. Like, there's so much that we have to do also, for, not just for ourselves, but for other people. And there's a huge risk of, you know, when you dive into yourself, you could either find yourself in the abyss or you could find yourself in the light. But I always like to say that when you find yourself in the darkness and you see no light, remember that you are the light. You are the stardust. You are the divine soul within that darkness. And that's why continuing to look within and finding that light is the most key thing because you will consistently engorge yourself in light. We are made of love and light energy. And the law of one talks about that. Mm -hmm. I will not go into that because that's, that's a huge That's topic a different conversation. We can, we can talk for a few hours about that one. But. Yeah, but we are made of love and light. And if we are dimming our own light, then it's like we can't create the change within ourselves we can't create the change within the world and a lot of the reason for our unhappiness is usually external things it's it, or if it's not external like if we're not being affected by external things external environments it's always something within ourselves that we're not happy with things that we can control like i just want people to understand that we literally have the ability to control whether we're happy or not we get to choose, am I going to let this person affect me? Am I going to let this event affect me? Or am I going to choose to be stronger than that? Am I going to choose to have that level of awareness that allows me to maintain my emotions, to control my emotions and my thoughts for me to come to this understanding that I don't have to react this way. I don't have to be upset for too long. There's no point in dwelling over things. It doesn't benefit me. It doesn't serve me. And a lot of things that we currently do prevent us from even thinking like this like this is why i always talk about the foods that we eat and i speak on this from experience like this is one of my worst habits is not being healthy enough and it's more than just like feeding your your body food that's good for you it's like we literally are electrical beings and if we're not eating fruits and vegetables which are of higher frequencies if we're just consuming these processed foods these yeah. meat and dairy products from these diseased depressed animals of course we're going to pick up their energy and we're going to be matching that frequency which is a very low frequency these are very low quality foods we need to have high quality foods in order for us to function at our, heart, our, our highest rate so if we're not consuming the proper nutrients the proper foods then we're preventing ourselves from reaching a higher level which just means that we're preventing, we're preventing ourselves from being happy, essentially. For me, I know for me, like I, I, when I s switched to only to being a vegetarian and I, I really um, started, at first I was a vegan. I was a vegan for about a year. And then I really saw the difference within myself. Like I saw the difference in my thinking. I saw the difference in my speech. I saw the difference in my feeling. I saw a difference in my body. Like I realized that like when I started like eating that healthy and that like, positive energy like and putting placing that positive energy from this food it, this sustenance into myself 
I noticed I, my body started reacting differently. For example, I broke my pinky, all right, um, like almost a week ago. When it happened, even though, like, I just want you to know, like, I didn't, even though it hurt, I didn't feel like pain too much. I relocated it myself. Like when I went to the emergency center, like I was just like, yeah, it hurts. Like, can you fix it? Like I realized, like I started healing a lot easier. I started healing a lot better. I started healing a lot more efficiently. My body mm-hmm. felt better and it felt like I could, I, my, the, 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 uh, the true energy that I stored up from these healthy foods really just built up and began to, you know, make, make my body feel better, make myself feel better. And I mean, it's a, it's, it's a, like we talked, you just said, like you have the choice to be happy and, or, uh, or sad, just like you have the choice to eat like negative energy or eat healthy energy or rather positive energy. And it's not easy. It's not easy. No, it's not easy because of all the stuff that they put inside the foods, like especially with the way that social media has really like like yeah. all all you see on Instagram is like these unhealthy foods and it's like that's so popular nowadays. Like mm-hmm. you'll see a burger five feet tall stuff with literally stuff with cotton candy eight different types of cheeses bacon like if i saw a burger <laughs> five feet tall with some freaking cotton candy I'm, like, I'm curious what i swear to god i've seen burgers with donuts as buns like no, this is that. normal food in this country and this is this is this this is my thing the people that control the food that we eat because understand that we are we're controlled the food that we eat is controlled we're not the ones that control the grocery stores we don't put in the orders we just take what they give us understand that everything is by design they purposely have ads and billboards for fast food places they purposely advertise these unhealthy foods because the people that are in control the people that currently have power they fully understand the spiritual and energetic connection to the food that we have with it so that's why they push meat and dairy so much that's why they push all these foods so much because they understand that it lowers our frequencies if our frequencies are lowered, we're unhappy, we're more easily controlled, we're less likely to want to be successful because we don't have the energy in us fueling us to want to be like that. So they understand that and that's why they put all the additives and the hormones and you know the, the addictive substances within our foods because they want us to stay on this low frequency level. And because of this, they have pushed it on us so much that it's like it's so hard to even be aware that it's happening and it's so hard to get out of it because you're already addicted to it you're already addicted to the unhealthy lifestyle all the foods and you know it's it's no, not easy yeah, to break the no, habit no, but like, that's not. a big reason why people are so depressed it's because of the food that it's not good for us it controls so much of us and it it suppresses us in a sense no without a doubt and i think that's like but like i mean listen nothing easy was ever worth doing i mean like it may be simple but it's not easy but that's why the hard things are usually the best like even when like i was saying before diving deep within yourself finding out who you are it's not easy but it's worth it because when you come out on the other side and find out oh this is who i am this is my purpose this is what i'm destined to do you become something so much greater than you could ever imagine. And that's why when when you even, I mean, life by design, you have to make your own life by your own design. And if you're gonna consistently live in a frequency or in a place where other people are controlling uh, the government, whether it's the government, whether it's the system, 
whether it's you know society, whether whether it's you just being programmed to not be able to maintain some semblance of a real society or some semblance of a real self. So back to what I was saying, time mark. Um, yeah, you need to really just consistently stay with the flow of understanding what your habits can do for you, as well as understanding what. Um, <laughs> Time mark. <laughs> There's always something. It's always something over here. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry about this. I, I apologize. Do you have a best friend? Do I have a best friend? Yeah. Do you consider a best friend? Well, if you have to ask that, then you don't have a best friend. I mean, I have. <laughs> like, favorite friends. I personally like don't consider anyone to be a best best friend. Only because like I feel like it's just I don't know. I, I don't like placing other people like <laughs> above other people. It's probably the Libra within me, but it... <laughs> why? What up? I was on my way over here, I was like He's one of my favorite people that I've met in life and from this opportunity, business, company, whatever the fuck. So I was like, I'm gonna ask him to be my best friend today. But then I was like, well, he might already have one. So let me ask that question first. And then I got this answer. <laughs> I hope you don't edit this part. <laughs> this is funny. Um, you could be one, you are like one of my friends. Oh, no, no, no. See, I don't wanna be one of, I wanna be the best friend. Now you're trying to take possession. That's the real. No. <laughs> possession is such a... It's not possession, but you can't have two best friends because the best means the best. the best. I get that. I get that. I know what the best means. That's why I said some one of my favorites. That's why I said that. I think personally, I think like being in a one of a favorites is a lot better than being the oh, best. Man. I'm getting rejected as a best friend. You oh, guys are God. witnessing Oh God! Names, <laughs> listen, I actually had this conversation today too, and you can you can just edit this. Like, you okay. best friend? Uh, no, 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 no. I had this like I have people who call me their bestie and stuff like that. I'm like cool, but at the same time, it's like having possession over something and someone is such like a weird facet to imagine. Like we say, we have, do we really like? Her point was this: Do we ever really have possession over our own selves? You know what I mean? Do we ever? I'll accept that. I'll accept that. <laughs> I don't think having a best friend is possessive, possessive though. I mean, maybe not possessive, but I'll definitely say this: having a best friend just isn't for me, only because like, listen, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Okay. So my best friends of the past all died. Okay. So having a best friend for me is difficult because I don't want, I, I have this like thought that, all right, my best friends are just going to die. Or I'm my, not well, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I know you're not alive, but I, but I hear what you're saying. Like for me, best friends is just like, it's a term I've gotten away from only because of that. And I understand having favorite friends. I understand having people in my life that I care for and I go to specifically, but like, I'd rather like, even in Nexus, if you don't, for those who are listening, Nexus is our uh, is a team we're a part of. That it's a team name. Is, it's a team name. We're a part of this uh, financial literacy and personal development group, and 
you're uh, interested in that, please plug in. Yeah, it's just a team of entrepreneurs and creators, investors. Yeah, and we do a lot of mindset. And one of the things that I will say is that I've met a lot of people on Nextsource who I consider one of my favorite people. <laughs> Like Kaylee, for example, Kaylee, Sean, Jakar, you, Stevie, shout out Stevie, <laughs> shout out to Jakar, shout out to Kaylee, shout out to Sean, shout out to everybody, shout out to everybody in next source. But like, that's the thing, like, if I consider one of them the best, I feel like I diminish the other ones <laughs> and I can't do that to people. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, well, even, even my closest friends, like outside of the business, outside of this opportunity and the solution. Like, I don't really even see them. And I consider them like some of my closest friends. I barely talk to them, I barely see them, but that's only because of their, like my choice to not be around them. Mm -hmm. But I still consider them like very close to me because of how much we went through. Yeah. I think having different facets of what a best friend and having different facets of what a favorite person is, is like very key. So don't feel offended <laughs> that I don't want you to be my best friend. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, I'm in the market for a best friend. <laughs> <laughs> what about Denzel? Uh, I don't know, because it has to be mutual. And I Denzel I doesn't want you to be his best friend. I so you got rejected by Denzel too? <laughs> As your backup? That's crazy. I wasn't I even. Asked, I wasn't even the best I never choice. Even That's asked crazy. Him. Are you hearing no, this? No, you should feel honored because I never even asked him to be, to be my best friend. This I haven't asked. Listen, I haven't. I haven't asked anybody to be my best friend since my last best friend fucked me over. So the fact that you're the first person I, I asked. I feel honored. I do yeah, feel honored. Should, and I got rejected. Yo. It's okay. It's okay. Yo, I got we'll, love we'll for be, you. We'll though. be close yo. friends. We'll be good yo, friends. This, we just won't be girl, best yo, friends. I swear. <laughs> Guys, Alicia is a fool and I love her, but she's wild on me right now, making me feel really bad. That's crazy. It's okay. I, I respect your opinion. You have a you have a good reason. <sighs> you have a good reason. <laughs> she respects my opinion, y'all. Thank you. Yes. I well, hope you, you heard that first. Yeah. Um, well, back to our conversation. <laughs> back to the reason why we are here today. Um. So yeah, no. Uh, really, what it comes down to is finding out like who you are as a person. Finding out what's gonna you know maintain who you are, maintain that semblance of a being. Like we we. What? I'm a being. I'm a being. <laughs> we are, you have to be in. You have to be. You have to be. What what are you being? Honestly. Like look at yourself right now. I really want you guys to ask yourself right now. Like right now. Who are you? Are you happy with who you are? Are you happy with who you are either becoming or are you happy with who you've been? Are you happy with what you're doing? Are you wasting your time? You're obviously not wasting your time right now because you're For listening you. to 47 thoughts. Yes. But I just want you to know, like are Other you than, happy with your mindset? Are you happy with your, do you have goals? Do you have a purpose? Do you know your purpose? These are the questions that you should be asking because we all have a purpose. It's just up to us to figure it out. Do you have a vision? Like ask yourself, do you have a vision? Because even like visions, I talked to, we talked about this last night on like yeah. our Monday mindset call. Like I do a Monday mindset calls for next source. Every Monday. every Monday, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, plug in if you want to, <laughs> but I do that every week. And last night we talked about, you know, um, having a vision, having a prophecy, having a feeling of something higher than yourself, a higher purpose, higher calling, a higher divine spirit within yourself or acting within yourself, a protective spirit guiding you. Mm -hmm. Now, if you have had a vision, if you have had a feeling, if you've had a prophecy, and this vision doesn't need to be some like, oh, 
I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be the president. It doesn't have to be <laughs> I'm gonna be the president. It can be you know what I want to work as a graphic designer. I want to be a graphic designer and help like you know make the coolest. Uh, I want to make the coolest imagery in the world. All right, cool. That's your calling. That's what you feel. You're passionate about. I feel like your vision and your purpose and path is really just your your passion and what's gonna guide you to whatever you consider your destiny or your fate or uh, the universe has d- defined as your destiny. Divine. You know, it's funny that you say that because I've always struggled with like figuring out what am I passionate about and you know, even being a part of this business, I didn't understand that this whole environment was my passion until it hit me one day that like I'm genuinely passionate about helping other people secure financial income, secure financial freedom and helping other people learn the skill set of trading and teach like helping them learn about something that impacts people so like so often and so much because we talked about this when we recorded the first time but a lot of reasons why people are depressed or in this depressive state is because of financial reasons so if we could eliminate that from people if we can solve their problems that is going to be one huge major thing that creates a shift in the world like if we can really impact people's lives like that and i never had a passion before i came across this solution because i never like nothing worked and i feel like it was because this is what works for me that's why i talk about it so much that's why i push it so much because it's like this really is a solution it's not just an option it's not just an opportunity it's literally has solved four hundred thousand people's problems that we know of so it's like if (laughs) if we have all been on this path for so long even if we're not all fully happy we have gained so much happiness and so much knowledge and so many keys of like towards six towards success if we could share this with more people millions of people that will create a universal shift in the world for more people to be happy and honestly a big reason why people aren't happy is because there's not enough positive energy in the air there's not enough positivity in the world right now and i'm not sitting we're not sitting here saying um you know just do, that money is going to bring you happiness, but no. it will bring you freedom. It will bring you a lot more freedom than I'm sure you have right now. I'm sure. Listen, I know how, how many of you really would love to love to sit, just travel, just be like, you know what? I want to hop on a flight. I know right now you can't, but really go to other countries. But like, let's say you just wanted, to, you know, let me go to Hawaii, or let me just travel to Miami for a weekend. Let or, me experience other parts and other people of this world, so so I can gain a better understanding of how people function. Facts, like these are these are the thing. Like traveling is one thing that's straight money dependent. I yeah. mean, there's other things that in life, like oh maybe you know, uh, I always hear like uh, one of my mentor, one of my mentors, Patrick Bed David. Like I consider him a mentor. He he said that um, when he was younger, I wrote in his book uh, Your Next Five Moves, and yes, I'm plugging it. If you're in his book, he wrote, he talked about how when his father had a heart attack and like could, wasn't getting the right medical attention and the hospital was ignoring him and a security had to literally throw him out because he was acting so belligerent and wild that people, because he was just acting on the fact that his father was not getting the care that he thought he deserved because yeah. his father was his hero. Um, and it's interesting to me that the security guard, when they threw him out, he said, listen, the only reason your father's not getting the medical attention that he deserves or that any human deserves is because you don't have the money and that's That's sad that's that's what but that's what our society comes down to that's the reality of it i know for me for example i would love to be able to and i do right now being a part of this solution has been able to help me be able to pay off my father's medical bills it's given me the opportunity to help pay for that 
for my parents' house and so on and so forth. So like understanding that the money gave me the financial freedom and money can give you the financial freedom you deserve is the biggest key. And um, even Patrick by David right now, he's multi-millionaire, multi 10. He, I think he makes over eight, easily over eight figures. Mm. Um, but that's because his drive never stopped too. He never, he never stopped pushing for the next goal, pushing to make more money. And even if his family is set, even if he has generational wealth, it doesn't matter because you never know what the next person's going to do. You always want to continue to sort of secure the bag for whoever, because you never know who's going to need help. You never know. Like what, for example, like I, I got in this business because I needed freedom. I needed financial freedom. I'm a felon. Can't be, can't leave the state. I'm on parole. Like it, 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 I'm going to targeting a job where you're a felon. It's very difficult. Yeah. I'm working a horrible job right now, but I'm still working. And I, I enjoy what I do because I have a good work environment, but not a lot of people have that. A lot of people message me and we talk about like uh, them being like, I'm sick of management. I'm sick of my work environment. I'm sick of, my, I'm sick of like dealing with customers all day. Um, and you're in this environment for at least eight hours a day, five days a week. And that is a good portion of your life, which means that if, if you, if you don't have a strong control over your own emotions and thoughts, that will 100% add on to your depression. Oh, without a doubt. That's the sad part. That's why we talk about the solution so much because the difference, like I, I know the difference between having a job versus making money from this business. Like I have so much time to myself to work on myself, to analyze myself, to acknowledge all the areas I can improve and stuff like that. If I was, I literally think about this all the time. If I was still working a job, I'm taking away a third of my day or cool. more that I could be focusing on myself, improving myself and elevating myself. That's the other thing. Like, what's your schedule? Like, I know there's a lot of people that say, oh, well, I can't, you know, do this because I don't know how, or I don't think I can. I'm not smart enough, or I lack the education yeah, lack to achieve. Yeah, or I lack the education to do so. Well, listen, you don't need education. 80% of billionaires do not have a freaking uh, college degree. I'm letting you know that right now. And you can check these statistics. I'm sure maybe it's not 80%, maybe, but it damn near is close portion, to it. Though. It's a more than half. It's more than two thirds. I know that for a fact. All right, so I really want you to like ask yourself, like, what's your schedule right now? What do you, we spend, eight, let's say you spend eight hours sleeping and you spend eight hours at work and you know, let's get, I'll give or take two hours for getting ready or doing breaks or just like BSing on your phone, whatever it may be, all right, two, two hours for yourself, whatever, cool. That two hours and the 16 hours from sleep and work, you already have 18 hours a day, you have six hours left in your day. What do you do with your time? I know most of the people are scrolling on Instagram. You can go to your phone and check how much time you're spending on Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, yeah. whatever, Snapchat, all that, like social media. These social media is sucking your energy away from you. I, I mean, I told you last time you were here, last time we recorded this, like I saw a post where it was like, oh, um, you know, snap, uh, Instagram's the new envy the, for the seven deadly sins. Instagram's oh, yeah. the new envy. Facebook is the new, um, gluttony, uh, or sloth and, uh, Twitter, Twitter's the new pride. Like it goes through all the like major platforms and just like which ones are which sins. And it's like, if you really sit down and think about it, like these, these, these platforms are really just absorbing yourself and you're not utilizing them how you could utilize them. How many people are able to really follow their, uh, the, the people they look up to or the music artists they look up to or the movie actors they look up to? 
to or whoever they look up to, like you can follow them. You can also talk to them. Maybe they're not going to message you back, but at the the least you could do is try. Like how many times, like how many people, for me, for example, like there were people I looked up to when I was in jail. I I messaged them when I got home. I was like, yo, I look up to you. This is what you did for me when I was in there. Like you saved my life. This and the third. Some of them messaged me back. Some of them, most of them didn't. It is what it is. But the ones who messaged me back, I continued to have their faith in them. And it's just because they didn't didn't message me back. The people who didn't message me back still had faith in them because they did something for me that most people don't. But we have mentors, especially in this business, that we can re- look up to and actually reach out to and are, are actually relatable. Like, in essence, they're like celebrities. They're celebrity, definitely like celebrities to us. They're they, like the celebrities of the company. They have what we desire. They have a, a belief system that's so much greater than what most people have. And that's like a 1% of people. And they develop it too. It's not something that most people are born with. Like, oh. I know Gary Vee, for example, he's he's different. Like, he, I remember he told, um, he was on Sean Coxon's podcast, and he was just explaining how his mom always instilled that belief system into him, always told him to achieve more, always like put thoughts into his head that, that like most children most adults never even think about in the first place so some people like that they have like a good head start but most people that are successful they just go through it while they're doing it like they have to develop themselves and i feel like a lot of people think that people are just born into money or money falls into their lap and then the reality is like no people just work for it it's something that you have to decide like am i going is this going to be my heart or is my job going to be my heart is you know am i going to take the route of entrepreneurship and investing like is that going to be my hard life (laughs) and have a smaller you know like i don't know how to explain this but it's like you have options to decide which hard life you're going to live because both options are hard it's not easy owning a business it's not easy being an entrepreneur it's not easy investing but it's also not easy working 40 plus hours a week having no energy for yourself having no time for your family for your kids for yourself it's hard when you're being controlled by these company owners, your you know your income has a max capacity of what it could reach. That's hard to me. I would rather Facts. work hard for the rest of my life to become a multimillionaire than to sit here and never see a million in my entire life. Like it's just it'll come a and mindset. go. Mindset. Oh, like most people they'll, they'll work for forty plus years, retire at sixty, whatever, and then be like, you know what, I'm content. Time to retire on the little four hundred one k that I made or the little amount of money that I made. In, in, doing working in a job that never appreciated me so on and so forth and like if that's what you want to do if you want to work a job for the rest of your life i'm not hating we're not hating on that at all like like i understand like that could be what's feeding the depression though that that could be like absolutely what's holding you back like you you allow yourself to be held back by held back by these jobs like people don't even understand how much it actually impacts you on your everyday life that's a whole like what is your schedule like you asked what does your schedule look like what does your schedule look 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 what does your schedule look like for the next five to ten years it's probably gonna be the same i don't that that scares the fuck out of me having to work the same job for 10 years same schedule every single day that sounds horrible someone hit me up the other day like oh shit you're 30 years old now man you're 25 years old man. <laughs> you're not I said 30, 30 now nah, <laughs> they said you're, you're 25 years old man so close to 30 five years away from 30 what you go out and do i'm like yo i don't care what do you mean? age age doesn't i'm ready for 30 like i know what blessings are going to be bestowed upon me by 30 oh yeah let alone sure. by 26 like i'm not i'm not worried about 30 i'm worried about every day being better so that i can get to 30 and have the success that i desire yeah people say stuff like that because it's like 
That's the common fear. Yeah, because they have the same life everyone else has. They're in school. They're in debt. They're the same. Like it's just understand that we're just saying this because this is this is the basic shit that you get out of life, and it's not gonna fulfill you. Yo, I I mean like that's that's true as fuck. Like people, I remember someone said to me today, like, oh well. You know, like some my, my I think the thirties look good, and I was like, why? Because they're like, oh, well, it's basically like your twenties, but with money. And I'm like, well, why don't you actually work hard in your twenties, in the early years, or in the twenties, so you can maintain, get that wealth in your twenties, and have more fun in your twenties, so that you can retire by your thirties. And even retiring, like I don't even mean just retiring and stop making money, or stop working, or stop hustling, or stop grinding, or stop doing whatever you do. I'm talking more so in the fact that you know you're stopping, you know the fact you're stopping a generational curse you're stopping you know the fact that you're broke you're stopping the fact that you can't attain anything that you want to in life you can do attain everything you want you just need to put in the you need to have belief you need to have massive action and you need to consistently gain momentum advance 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 create momentum maintain momentum and advance momentum it's 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 gonna be a lot harder to do if you're hanging on people that are functioning on lower frequencies if you're around people that don't have this understanding don't have this mindset like you are the top five people that you hang around the most so if if you're around people that don't talk about finances don't talk about investing don't talk about you know health fitness growth future stuff like that then you're going to end up being just like everybody else who's stuck in this matrix, stuck in the rat race. And there's no need for that. There's so much information. Like we're not on this path because, you know, for the fun of it, like we're on this path because this is what people who want to elevate come across. Like this is a a path that requires elevation. It requires the consistent acts of taking action, having plans, having goals. Like this is, I don't even know how to explain. It's just so different. Like this is, it's different than anything I've ever come across. I'm only 21, so it's like I don't know what else the world has to offer. I know there's so much, but it's like this. I feel like everything that we're talking about, it's a result of the environment that we're in, and we say this because we understand it. Mm. Like we're around people who constantly talk about improving yourselves, like. Honestly, Jakar was one of the people that taught me how Shout to- Shout out to Jakar. Shout out to Jakar. He's one of the people that taught me how to push through the hard times because I've understood that every single week, there's always going to be something that could hold you back if you choose to let it hold you back. But there's always going to be that challenge, especially when you're trying to elevate, you're always going to be challenged. You know, just for example, like if you if you're asking the universe, I want more responsibility, I want more self-discipline, I want more money, I want more of this, more of that, it's going to come, but it's gonna come with challenges. And if you can't yeah. if you can't get past yeah. those challenges, then you're not gonna see what you're asking for. You're not gonna see those blessings. So you you know, at a certain point, it's like you can't be in a rut for a week or two because you have real shit to do. You have real goals to accomplish. So you have to learn how to overcome these things that would hold you back before this like you literally have to teach yourself how to how to become an evolved version of yourself but the information is out there like we talk about i talk about this stuff all the time all you have to do is research utilize these phones utilize these books computers especially the books y'all are able to research so much shit like people are it's just laziness like i'm so honestly i don't mean to be aggressive because i I was not i wasn't this aggressive last time i recorded but stop being lazy Cause there's no excuses. It's almost 2021. There is no excuses. 
we have oh, we, we have every resource. This opportunity does not know age, race, gender, ethnicity, it. background. It doesn't know any of that. So there's nothing holding you back except yourself. Why would Say you do that? Say there's one more nothing. Time <laughs> this opportunity, this solution, it knows no race, age, gender, ethnicity, or background. So the only thing holding you back is yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, man. I hope y'all, I hope y'all really Like, understand. why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> the skill set is a skill set. It's something you have to learn, obviously, like with education. We provide that. We have mentors. We provide that. We have trade talks. We provide that. Mindset calls. We provide that. Meetings, team calls. We provide all of that. Community, family. Community, right? family. Like, this is, I'm, I've met this man. I met Jason, like, what, two months ago, if that? Yeah. Yeah. Not, I don't even probably it, not but like it feels too, like yeah. I've known him forever because that's the type of community and sense of unity that we actually have achieved with this team with this environment and look at me I deny her being my best friend. I know and I'm still I'm still sitting it's here talking crazy. to him <laughs> <laughs> like but that's the beautiful thing about like next source like me not even just next source, like I am, like I am Academy. I am Academy. Shout out to Christopher Terry. Shout out to it was his birthday today too. Big shout out. Happy birthday to the man who started all. Yo, we would not be here without you. I appreciate you, but like he literally said, he started it with himself, and he always said like this company is like a family to him because he really wanted to see people grow. He was literally charging people like twenty grand just for like a, a one session with him. Yeah, just when to he learn first started, how to do yeah, this. like we're, that like, was two thirty five, and that's a what that's a problem i don't mean to change the subject real quick but i came across another network marketing company and their startup fee is like nine hundred dollars and it's it's a it's a solid platform it's solid what they're providing is solid but the price difference that's why we talk about i am academy so much you are not going to find an opportunity like this with these products and services with all the setups that we have for a price this low I, that's the truth like you, it's the truth forex courses go for like thousands of dollars even in colleges even in colleges like two a thousand a minimum semester. minimum like, and they're not giving you the most proper information because that's all controlled when it's in those schools that's controlled oh information God. and plus the, here's the other thing like are you really want to learn from some listen i don't know about you but i i personally the reason i like our educators is because they're so like they're so not self-serving. They're always self-serving. in the field. Like, that, and they're in the field. Like they, they actually are they professional trainers. And they're making what they're saying. A lot yeah. of these, a lot of professors who I bet are teaching this are not making what they're saying either. Probably not even training. They're probably not. They probably under, or they're probably demo training. Or they're probably demo training. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and don't get me wrong. Like I, there's nothing against them. It's just that I want to learn personally. If you want to learn from the best, if you're going to learn how to play basketball and rest in peace, Kobe, but if Kobe was alive, you're going to go learn from Kobe or you're going to go learn from Michael Jordan or you're going to go learn from uh, LeBron, LeBron James, James Harden, you know, whatever. If you're going to learn you're from, gonna, you're going to choose them over exactly. a high school coach. Like, you're, you're, like it just any, makes sense. Any and every time. But, and don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with learning from a high school coach, but that high school coach is not going to get you to the best of ability that Kobe, LeBron, MJ, Boom. Harden, or any of them could get you to. It's simple, honestly. You, even Kobe talked about it when he was alive. He said that he went, when he started, he went to Goat Mountain and talked to them to see how he could be better. He considered Goat Mountain, um, I forget who his Goat Mountain was, but um, it was five of his favorite basketball players in the world. And he went and talked to all of them to see how he could be better. 
and he took their advice and made it even better. He combined, he literally took the five best people and made himself better. He made he the law of association the himself. Yeah, that's that's cool. He associated himself with the best people in the industry, just like we do right here. With I mean, him. it's hard to deny. It's, num- it's rated number one across so many. It was on Forbes, Yahoo Finance, like... I forgot, I think it was Alexa named this the number one platform. Like it's been named number one for the past seven years for a reason. So and it's not like like we're not even we're genuinely not even trying to sell people. Like we just have these conversations all the time because we're in this environment. We see the we see it, we experience it every single day. So it's like Gosh. understand that nobody's gonna put in this much effort. No one's gonna care this much for something that isn't worth it. Like I could promise you if this wasn't something that was you know, worth my time. I would have gave up a year and a half ago when everyone told me to give up my to give up doing this. <laughs> Understand that like people don't really support this as much as they will one day. And the fact that we're still pushing through, the fact that we're still informing people, is because there's value here. It's not because it's fun. It's not because it's you know we're getting whatever. Like this is something that we see value in, and it's changed our lives. It's changed over four hundred thousand people's lives, and. It's not just financially, it's mentally, physically, spiritually, all of that. So that's why we talk about it in such a high, in such a high, uh, high manner. Like yeah. it's on a pedestal. It is. It's a beautiful company. It's taught. It's taught me a lot. Like especially being around the people we're around, and like it's helped me get out of funks. Like it's helped yeah. me being able. Like I know I found myself <laughs> in depressive states, and it just takes that one message from someone in the chat who's. I either don't mess with or I do mess with or just like in general just one that one person in the chat was just like says something that really hits home and then I'm back yeah it, it, it really like because there are going to be days where you have those funds especially in, even in this business like you're going to either oh, yeah. you're, you're going to be like damn I'm not seeing the success I want to see I, why aren't you seeing the success you want to see you can analyze it all you want but until you put in the massive action until you hear that one thing that's going to make you flip the switch it won't matter you need to consistently put in that where you need to consistently be surrounded by people who are going to raise your vibration and raise yeah, your frequency they're going to encourage you support you be there for you yeah and that's the beauty of it like that's why another reason shout out to jakar yo shout out to jakar because if you don't know who he is jakar stones he he really like helped raise my <laughs> vibration and he really helped raise um, all of our vibrations. He, believe, he, he raised my belief level a lot. He he, he runs his, his business with honor, yeah. integrity, loyalty, respect. So consistent too. It's, it's, oh, yeah. it's just, it's hard not to look up to someone that puts in so much effort and so much care at such a young age too. What is it, like 24? He's not even 24. Not even 24. So it's like, he shows us what we're capable of. It's, you know, we, we don't look at him and say, oh, must be nice. We look at him and say, if he can do it, then I can do it. Facts. Oh my god! <laughs> and just like we, just like he looked at the, we all look at you know these rich millionaires. We look at all these mentors. We look at them and say, if they can do it, I can do it. He literally took like so many people's belief to a different level. Yeah, and I think I'll always be grateful for him. And I'm running with him no matter what. Like I'll always Facts. run with him. Like I know almost all our mentors will um, always run with him. But it's just about having that consistent effort and that consistent belief in him because he has the ability to influence people in ways that most see most won't see and even if he's not a millionaire right now i know he will be a billionaire one day but his mindset his mindset his value levels are unbelievable they're off the charts like he 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 consistently puts in that work 
Yeah, and it's kind of cool to just see his growth because I've known him for a little over a year. And, you know, he was already in an elevated space when I met him. And just seeing where he's at now, it's like, that wasn't a year's worth of time. Not even. And he elevated so much. Like, this is a different environment. People outside of this type of world, they don't elevate as much as we do here because you're not getting encouraged to. Mm -hmm. You're not getting, you're not being provided with the information, the knowledge, and the wisdom. But in this environment, we are. So it's like, this is where you want to be. Some type of environment like this where you're surrounded by people who they don't, they don't, well, all right, so most people outside of this, like they'll listen to you complain and they'll listen to you vent have and share your problems and they'll be miserable with you. In this environment, it's like, okay, I understand what you're going through. I've been there. However, you can't let that stop you from, ex from achieving your own success. Because if that's the case, then you're always going to be stuck in the same spot because there's always going to be those those challenges. You have to learn how to overcome them, not be surrounded by people who just accept it with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My misery does not love company. I do not like company when I'm miserable. <laughs> I don't but, want... I, I mean, listen, there's... but I, I forget her name, but she's on Shark Tank. She's... I think her name's Barbara. I'm not positive, but she is one of the, like, the most the crazy like her mentality for building businesses listen to this she was actually um she was working at some company a real estate company she created a real estate company with this guy and this guy and her ended up being together and like she funded a real estate company and then he fired her and started because he was sleeping with the assistant and started dating the assistant and she literally took that pain and like elevated herself way beyond him as well as way beyond every other real estate person in the industry except for like few people like Warren Buffett and she's like I love when men talk down to me or say I can't do something I proved them wrong tenfold mm -hmm. and she's like one, she even said like one of her prerequisites for hiring people or having someone join her team or her business or looking for people on Shark Tank she looks for pain she looks for people who have been through suffering people who have been through struggle people who have been through pain if you you uh you've been uh you you basically you almost killed yourself you almost killed yourself and you came back that I want you on my team you you uh, lost your arm in in the war I want you on my team you did you you uh, lost your whole family I want you on my team she literally picks picks people out specifically who have been through that pain because they have so much more hustle than a lot of people who haven't uh, and that's another thing like you'll notice people who have made it to the top have a lot more pain than they do long story yeah and their story is beautiful because they've been through so much and have also come out from the other side so much probably they ever thought they could but in the end as long as they have that prophecy or that feeling or that vision that passion for being greater they've always known but they've never known <laughs> i feel like this is a good segue into duality it is i mean <sighs> i love how you break this down it's just it's just nice hearing you every time du duality <laughs> is such a like it's such an interesting topic to me because for me, so what is duality? Duality is the is two sides of the same coin. It's what we live in, all right? Our duality, is, you can consider duality, you know, there's good and there's bad, two sides of the same coin. Light and dark, two sides of the same coin. Sun and moon, two sides of the same coin. Water and fire, two sides of the same coin. Air and earth, two sides of the same coin. You can consistently like go through uh, all the du dual aspects and people talk about, oh, there's only two things guaranteed in life and that's death and taxes. Well, personally, taxes don't really matter to me because if you wanted to live on a beach in some random country and you didn't have to pay taxes, you just had this shack you built and you hunted for your own food, like you don't need to pay taxes. 
All right. And the other aspect is death and death, I feel, comes after life. So that's kind of an irrelevant thing to say that's within life. You will see death, but that's not your death. It's something that you experience. So duality is really the only thing that you will truly experience. But we're going to talk about happiness and suffering. We talk about suffering and uh, bliss, you know. But the point is, like, when the universe started, whatever, whatever, however you believe it, I'm going to explain it this way. All right. Light and darkness was, uh, there was darkness, but there had to be light. Light was created. From this from this nothingness, it was called Wu, uh, Wu Wei or uh, Wu Qi. And the, the universe created this fighting spirit and it came to create what is known as Qi or what is known as duality. And this duality, when you find it, this is the point of like, all right, this is what we live in. This continuous uh, cyclical nature of suffering and happiness, suffering and happiness, suffering and happiness. Because light and dark, it's always the one side of things and there's the other side of things. I'm not trying to make things too black and white in thinking, but I will say this. To get out of this duality, the only way is to attain enlightenment. Is it attain enlightenment? Uh, to attain enlightenment. And how do you attain enlightenment? You can see it through any like sacred text. You will, it will say meditation, yeah. looking within, and you will find a place of non-duality where it is pure bliss, where it is pure detachment, where it is pure just inaction and nothingness that you know we find. And our, our, our original, and the reason I say suffering especially is because when we're born, we come out screaming. We come out of a womb just screaming and being, uh, 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 what's it called? We, we come out like within a suffering that was known to us and we that our first experience is suffering, but our second experience is, is bliss. Our second experience ever is bliss. And over time, we start as an uncarved block. This is a Taoist principle. We start as an uncarved block that, um, that over time through experience, we consistently carve back, that we consistently mold ourselves like clay. We become something greater. We are both the uh we were both the, the, sculpture, the sculpture and the sculpted oh well yeah the sculpture and the sculpted you were right the first time I was wrong. but still like um and a big thing i like to say especially is when it comes to character the tools that we use is character because the only the, these metal tools you know character is forged in fire and it's it's forged between you know an anvil and a hammer these tools that we use and it's consistent you have to get beaten you have to get played with you have to get toyed with you have to get you know you have to go through so much to develop your character but as long as you consistently work on it instead of just sitting in the flames you're going to become out to be something greater and you can mold yourself into something beautiful wow <laughs> this is why i love when you explain it just because it just it it just makes so much sense it just makes so much sense and you know even just when you're in this depressive state the dual the dual opposite whatever you however yeah. you want to say is the happiness that we are actively seeking and i feel like such an asshole because like i feel like last time we recorded i was a little bit more compassionate but it's just like i'm so tired of the excuses i'm just like <laughs> i'm just tired of it because we don't this it's, it's 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 really like it really starts with you within like it's it literally is up to you no one's gonna come save you nobody is going to erase all of your problems it's up to you to learn how to push through them and how to solve them and it's like all of this information look into eastern spirituality look into you know um buddhism look into just look into yourself honestly like everything that we need is within, everything that we need to know is within, it's already out there, it exists. And you need to connect 
to the source, to, to God, however you want to call it, you need to connect because we are all spiritual beings. And if you don't, con like I'm telling you right now, if you were connected spiritually, you wouldn't be depressed, as depressed. Because when you have that connection, you're, you're essentially asking for like the guidance, you're asking for the ability to push through, to learn, to elevate, to grow, all these things. And if you have this connection, then it's like, I don't want to say like you won't be depressed, but you won't feel like you're so depressed that you can't overcome it. Facts. It'll be a it'll be a shorter fall. Honestly, think, that's the fact. Be, I think like it's more just like a mountain. You'll keep like going up a hill. You'll hit like a decline, but it'll be a much shorter decline yeah. than if you stopped on the other side because you're consistently when you consistently move forward instead of just falling back. After you make that incline and get to the peak and fall down again, there's always going to be another incline. But as long as you don't fall back from the incline you're on to like backwards instead of forwards, you have to fail forward. You have to fail forward, fail early, and fail often. If you can do that, you can consistently learn and unlearn the processes that is going to make you who you want to be. I mean, I know, I know you're tired of the excuses, but I know, we both I, need I get excuses it. Like, for years. I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm just tired. Like, this is me, like, speaking, speaking to myself. Like, I'm speaking to myself, too, though, because, wow. like, there's things that I, I, I want to improve, need to improve, whatever, whatever. And I've given myself excuse after excuse, and I, it's, it's, I'm fed up with myself. And I know I'm not the only person who feels like they're fed up with themselves. And it's like, why do we do this to ourselves? Why do we put ourselves through you know these states where we know we're going to regret it in the long run like why why do we keep doing that because we are fighting it's easier it's easier it's more comfortable to to be in the comfort zone it's you know it's it's easier in the moment you know giving into those temptations to temporarily satisfy you it's easier in the moment but in the long run it screws yourself over and it's you know if you would just make those better decisions while you have the opportunity you won't have to get into those depressive states you won't as often at least you won't have to True. lower your frequency as often like it's not like it's going to be perfect it's never perfection perfect. doesn't exist like it's just something that you just have to keep I, working towards so i love a story about perfection that um that there was this monk all right back in a long time ago this monk he was uh making pancakes all right they weren't pancakes they were a different type of like flat like mm. type of pancake but let's say pancakes for all intents and purposes he was making pancakes for his disciples or his, uh, his young uh, Yeah, his prodigies. <laughs> every time he made a pancake, he would flip over and say, perfect. And some come out irregular, some weren't round, some were too burnt, some weren't cooked enough. And he mm. would, every time he would say, perfect. <laughs> One time he says it and his disciple comes up and says, listen, master, why do you keep saying perfect? The pancakes are supposed to be round. They're supposed to be a golden brown, so on and so forth. Why do you keep saying perfect? He flips over a pancake and puts it on his plate and says perfect. And this was an irregular burnt freaking pancake. But what came of it, what he was trying to say really to the disciple is that, you know, if you don't like the way you see the world, change the perception of your glasses. Everything is perfect in its own, in its own divine right. Mm. Perfection is in the eye of the beholder. If I, I personally think I'm a perfect being, even though I know I have so, even though I know I'm so imperfect, that's the duality of it. There's so much I have to work on, but there's also so much I have already worked on that I'm in a perfect place for that will consistently be worked on as I work on other things. It's funny that we talked about this because right now I have an episode recorded about perfection. It's not released yet. Um, Look out for it. It's coming very soon. But I was talking about um, 
it's a little different than this because you know with this podcast i started it and before i even started it i wanted it to be perfect like i, I spent so much time like deciding like when am i going to release it how am i going to do it i remember I, you were I, telling me about yeah, it too i spent a lot of effort before this podcast even existed and denzel just he told me just do it just create it just learn just as you go along do it. stop trying to chase perfection so much you're gonna drive yourself nuts <laughs> and i feel like that plays into you know why we're so unhappy because we keep striving for perfection for perfect lives perfect body perfect this perfect that it's like no nothing is going to be perfect you just have to consistently work towards it and it's like i, I feel like i sound like a broken record it's, it's literally like literally anything you want to achieve in life is through action and consistency consistent yeah. action and yeah. the knowledge that you need to obtain it but it's, it's really not as hard as we make it we complicate everything but the truth is simple shit <laughs> i mean yeah nah the truth is always simple i think buddha said uh don't make things simpler make it simple we just complicated because we have these minds these brains that oh, you know, damn these brains they're so they're so smart that's like it's crazy how smart they are we have a, a minimum of sixty thousand thoughts every single day and how many of those thoughts are negative how many of those thoughts are positive because you are your thoughts remember you need to have 47 only negative no. <laughs> Forty-seven negative thoughts. The rest be positive. If you don't have the rest positive. That's all. Like, come on, then you don't in real life. <laughs> you're like, I hate you. No, I don't hate you. I know you don't. You asked me to be your best friend. I don't think you're best friend. <laughs> and I still don't hate you, even though you said no. Uh, trust me, this is gonna go on even after the fact. Yeah, you're gonna, you're probably gonna, like gonna, hop, on, you're gonna hop on trade talk and be like, oh, what's up, my non best friend? Because you denied me. Money mindset. I'm on the call with my non best friends. <laughs> oh, God. Duality is, is such an interesting facet to think of. Like, I'm a Libra. So I'm a Libra, for those of you that don't know. I mean, this was recorded in October, what's today, October 20th? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's 10, 20, 20, 20. Oh my god, beautiful. <laughs> if there was a 20, 20, 20, 20, that would be amazing. But I digress. So um, I'm a Libra, and I think that goes into like who I am as a person. Because I like there's I, I, I go back and forth about astrological science, but I do know that it holds a lot of weight based off my understanding of quantum physics as well as my understanding of my spiritual self. And me being a Libra, I always understand the balance of, you know, life and balance of like nature and balance of ourselves as human beings and what it takes for us to maintain the duality but it also holds me holds true that i do tend to have black and white thinking on things but that black and white thinking isn't just like one side or the other it's like a spectrum right that black and white thinking goes all right well if i'm moving this way i always will hold that liminal space of all right point a and point b and as point a moves left point b will move left if point A moves right, point B will move right. And things, I will consistently see the spectrum on both sides until I hit the middle ground and find out what is true or what isn't true. But this spectrum goes on forever. Just like frequencies and vibration, we only see, even our, our, our eyesight, we only see a small, 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 small portion of what the visible spec of what the spectrum really is. And it's just like with frequencies, we only hear a very small, small, small spectrum of what is actually being frequent and actual frequencies are being sent throughout the universe. If you were able to hear everything or see everything that's oh going on, god. oh my god, you're, you're, 
your eyesight with your eye would be, and by eye, you know what kind of eye I'm talking about, your eye would be so woke. Yeah. They say the space is actually noisy as fuck. It is. It's <laughs> very noisy, but we can't hear it. When, we, when people supposedly have gone there, they said they don't hear anything. They don't, because they can't hear it, but we, like, even... Like with the technology we have, we're able to hear all this. We can pick up the, the wavelengths. We can see that they are there, like with the technology, but we just don't have the capacity in this body to hear it. We're not there yet, but we we will be. Our spirits will one thousand percent one day be able to hear that. I can't wait to hear the sounds of space. Like it's just, it's, I feel like it's. Uh, what, gonna, I'll send you. I'll send you a link. I, I saw the um this video about like the planets, how they sound. Sounds like they're screaming. Yeah, no, they do. <laughs> like it's crazy because that's all the that's the gravity of them. Whirling, it's crazy. It is crazy. The planets. I can go on for hours about planets and space and stuff, but I'm not gonna do that today. That's a conversation for a different time. But... We've probably been recording for like an hour. Um, probably. I don't. I don't have a time thing. It does measures up here, so um, I pro- I forgot to set it to time. But yeah, no. Hopefully this makes sense. I hope it does. I mean, I know. I mean, I know it makes sense. But you better understand it. Are you capable? Are you ready to hear this information? You know what I've noticed? A lot of the things I've talked about, like now I'm in the environment where people understand it. But like a lot of the things I talk about with like people that are not on this type of level, it just sounds like craziness to them. It just sounds like, like, like Maybe my I- aggression. My aggression comes off as like rude sometimes because it's, it's the truth no one likes the truth and well i like the truth but most Love people most people can't accept it most people they like you know they hear these things that we're talking about and then they don't you know really believe it until like five ten years later when something happens and then they're like oh so they weren't crazy they were actually saying some real shit yeah but i mean that's all of us like we never like to learn from those who have had experience we always like to listen to those who have had experience hear what they say but we never truly take it into consideration we'd rather hear than listen we'd rather look than see we'd rather touch than feel we'd rather uh so i forget the other ones but yeah just like there's so much lack of experience and lack that we really hold on to but when other people tell us things especially our elders Mm. like don't get me wrong i I respect all my elders but as soon as you just because i respect you doesn't mean i'm gonna allow you to disrespect me and like i'm very keen believer in that when i was told like yo don't do that otherwise you're gonna hurt yourself i was like probably but like fuck it. We do it anyway. You know, you know, I like the pain. I think that was the first <laughs> time I swore to them on the on the podcast so far. So I think I did a very you good did a good job. job. Thank I you. Clap last my hands time, to last time I did it horribly. <laughs> last time I swear probably within the first like thirty seconds. You said fuck. My name is Jason. What's up? <laughs> my name is Jason. What up? How you doing? You better recognize what y'all wills. But um, yeah, no, I. You, you, we we just don't want to learn early. We want to learn through experience, but that also goes into our molding. You have, many- to, you have to decide to experience these things that like, like you have to make the conscious acknowledgement that you have to experience something new, something different in order for you to even gain an understanding of yourself or other people or how the world works. Because I mean, the reality is like this world works a certain way. Like there's laws of the universe that exist and if if you can learn those and apply it to your life, not only will it help you understand yourself better, but it allows you to understand other people better, which which makes more room for better opportunities with other people as well. Because we like to blame our problems on other people a lot too when it's, it's not 
is not the case. It's just our understanding of people. If we understand them better, we understand ourselves better, we understand that we are all one, we are all the same. I am the same as you, he's the same as me. I am the same as all my 30 listeners. <laughs> we're all the same though. And, you know, I forgot what you were saying, but I wanted to just throw it in there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I feel like we did a, a, a good job with this. We didn't go into the details as much, but that's okay. Because I always encourage my listeners to look up things for themselves. I like to promote self-sufficiency. Don't let this be your only source of knowledge. Like literally go research everything that we're talking about and come to your own understandings, you know, utilize this information to the way that it works best for you, but just go out there and look up, like look, do what makes you happy. That's that's a good right. way to help you overcome depression. Is don't do things that make you unhappy. Do things that you know are going to put you in a better mood. It's it's no, there's no one thing that's going to get you out of that depressive state of mind. It's it's a, a, an abundance of things. It's an abundance of decisions that you have to make for yourself. Sacrifices, not being around people that are functioning on low frequencies, not consuming foods and music and content that's on low frequencies. You know, look up all these things so that you can understand what we're talking about so that when we go deeper into it one day, you'll have a better understanding of what exactly we're saying and why we're saying it. Oh, that's a that's a whole fact. And to use your interpretation. Like we talked about schedules a little bit earlier. Like you know, you have six if you only have six hours out of your day to really like for you, make sure they're for you. Mm-hmm. Don't try and take on too much energy. If you're depleted, don't don't deplete yourself more. Yeah, don't go out with your friends and Dr- drinking's drink. not gonna help yeah, you. Smoking's smoking not gonna help, help you. Either. That's you the know, hard truth yeah, for a lot of people, myself so, included. Like smoking is not gonna solve the problem. Any self-destructive tendency will not help you, especially ones that you either don't either, especially ones you don't partake in, partake in regularly as, as just as much as the ones you do partake in regularly. The negative things will not help you. Go out, go for a hike. Go out, go work out. Go out, just spend time with even positive people. Join next source. That's another great thing to do. Yeah, like we're here. That's a fantastic decision. It's a solution. (laughs) That's the thing too. It's like you have to be solution based in every single thing. Like you can't just acknowledge your problems and not figure out ways to solve them. That's not doing anything. That's just speaking more negativity into your life, and you're attracting more negativity by doing that. Always think solution based. For every, I will say this a million times. For every single problem that you have. Always think of solutions. Always. You have to. If you don't, you're just going to be stagnant and you're going to be depressed and upset and angry. And there's no need to do that to yourself. There's no need. There's too much support, too much knowledge, too much everything. That's a whole fact. At your disposal. That's a whole fact. I promise you. It's (laughs) out there. You have to align yourself with it to receive it, though. There's. Oh my God. (laughs) She's speaking facts, yo. Y'all better, y'all better still be here. People are gonna be taking notes, be. something you like. Yo, write down, you know, repetition is the father of learning. Make sure you're fucking writing shit down. I'm swearing again, I'm sorry. It's okay, fuck, just get you it know. out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, listen, I'm glad. Thank you for having me here. As always. I appreciate you. Thank you for letting me use your mic. Absolutely. Because mine is not this good. <laughs> <laughs> um, Even though our last time, didn't go so well. It wasn't the mic's fault. It was the software and the shit power going out. Blaming outside forces. Understood. <laughs>
this girl is, I swear, this girl. I love her, but this girl, I swear. Uh, I get that a lot. <laughs> I a thousand percent believe that. I forty-seven percent believe that, and I just can't. Yeah, we have to make some type of corny jokes to make sure people are still listening. Oh, I'm hella corny, so it works out. Same. Oh, um, very. I don't know. That's why your name is Maze. See, it's just, it just never stops. It, it just doesn't stop. <laughs> oh um, my gosh. This is the last thing. I th honestly, at this point, where my mind is at right now, I think that we have given them enough for them to- Enough sauce? Yeah, we free game out the ass today. So you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> but Accepted. also thank you for trusting our information and trusting us and experiencing your time with us. I know how valuable your time is. It's the most valuable currency in the world. And I appreciate you spending it with us. I, I appreciate everyone being here and really taking the time to listen to both of us as well as taking the time out to subscribe to 47 Thoughts. If you haven't subscribed, press that subscribe button. Subscribe Spotify, Spotify, Apple Yo, follow, subscribe, hit us up. If you're more curious about Nextdoors, definitely reach out to Alicia or myself. Uh, my Instagram my Instagram handle is going to be in the, in the uh, description. You heard it earlier if you don't remember which uh, wills w-i-c-k-s-h-o-t-w-i-l-z <laughs> my instagram you guys already know it but it's alicia loves you underscore 47 and i do in fact love you Yo. we, not enough maybe to be best friends but. <laughs> you know one day I, I guarantee you on the next episode that we do together you're gonna hear him say thank you for coming on my best friends podcast i am alicia's best friend i go by the name of jason we are best friends until then, thank you for listening to one of my favorite people's podcasts. I hope you continue to listen to her because she actually has a lot of sauce for you. And not just a lot of sauce, but a lot of love, abundance, and light within her to share with you. And I hope you reciprocate those feelings and that energy. Well, thank you. You're welcome. I have nothing else to say, so no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I really do appreciate everybody, though. I will not apologize if I came off a little assertive today. I. Just, I'm, we just need to stop accepting the bullshit and start, you know, start attracting more, start believing that we deserve more and stop settling. That's why I'm not sitting here holding people's hands. I'm telling you that you are valuable, you have worth, you have to first recognize it for yourself for you to be aligned with all the blessings that are in store for you. So I will end it off there and, you know, catch us next week catch me next week catch somebody next week we will be here <laughs> releasing episodes i will be releasing episodes and everyone may you have a very blessed rest of the week and year bye peace i have to go pee now